This is a daily reading of the Snowbird Advent Guide. We hope this content encourages you throughout this Christmas season. This is day 15. Jesus is the root of David. First, we're going to read scripture from Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 10. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his root shall bear fruit. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he will judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness the belt of his loins. So, now let's take a moment to reflect on this verse. The family of Abraham, which is Israel, and even more specifically the family of David, who was Jesse's son, played a huge role in God's plan to redeem a people for himself. God had made a covenant with David just like he did with Abraham, and Isaiah's prophecy reminded the Israelites that God was still on his mission undeterred. Now speaking of David, Paul preached during his first missionary journey from Acts, of this man's offspring, God has brought to Israel a Savior, Jesus, as he promised. Not only would this righteous branch of David delight, as Isaiah says, in the fear of the Lord, but also the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The Spirit of God would rest upon the Son of God, who would be sent by God the Father. The Trinitarian nature of God has never been more visible and more clear than in the incarnation of Christ, which is the Advent. This great, 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 great grandson of Jesse would not judge through human means, but rather by the righteousness of God. This promised Messiah would be known by his righteousness and faithfulness. The former prophets, which includes Isaiah, spoke the words that God gave them to utter. They were just mouthpieces. But the coming Emmanuel would, as Isaiah said, strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. No iniquity would be able to dwell in him or his presence but he would uphold the Lord's holiness. As Isaiah says, For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as waters cover the sea. And again, in that day, the root of Jesse, who will stand as a signal for the peoples, of him shall the nations inquire, and his resting place shall be glorious. Paul, in Romans 15, quoted Isaiah 11 and pointed to the hope Christ made available to the Jews and Gentiles. Jesus came through the family and lineage of David, but he came to rescue people from all tribes and tongues. Looking back to the covenant God made with Abraham, the Messiah would come to bless all nations in salvation by grace through faith. As Zechariah 9 says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he. Humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Okay, so let's get a couple points for application. <clears throat> From this passage, we see that God worked his plans for generations and generations to send the Son for our salvation, and not just ours, but for the salvation of all nations. Now, if you lived back in this period of prophecy, way back 700 years before Christ's birth, would you have understand understood what sort of Savior Jesus was going to be? Probably not, because those guys didn't either. But these guys were hoping for 
relief from the nations around them. They were hoping for deliverance and salvation. They just weren't looking for a savior who would change their hearts. They were looking for the things that a savior might bring, but not the savior himself. So the application, one application we can get out of this passage is, why do we worship the Lord? See, the gift that Jesus brought to the world on Advent was himself. This was the promise. He is the signal for the peoples and he is the glorious resting place. So this Christmas, let's make certain that we're worshiping Christ for the gift of who he is, not merely what he provides. He's the glorious one. Thanks for listening. Please visit swoutfitters.com slash advent to find the complete guide and daily advent posts. We pray you and your family can rest deeply in Christ's coming this Christmas.